Welcome back to another episode of From the Rafters Podcast. Your host, Connor Mahoney, Jake Lane, and Ben Bailey. Episodes release every Wednesday at 11 Eastern Time and are available on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at From the Rafters. Welcome back to another episode of the From the Rafters Podcast, Episode 5. I am Connor Mahoney, joined by Jake Lane and Ben Bailey. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing pretty good. It's been a good good week since the last time we um, got together for recording another an episode. Um, everything's been pretty well outside of Chicago Bears football. They are not very good, but life's pretty good. What about you, Ben? You know, same for me. Uh, life's been good. School's been good. Um, but, you know, Colts took another loss this weekend. 1-2-1 uh, one, and one isn't a good record to start off, but we're looking forward to Thursday Night Football. Things are going pretty well on, well, pretty good on my end. Um, job's going well. And, of course, Fly Eagles Fly Eagles football is doing as well as it could because they are 4-0. Going into the first segment we have here today is the review of six games, three of which are our own teams, and three we thought were pretty important and pretty can have a bit of an impact later down the road. So the first game we have is the Steelers and the Jets, where the Jets came into Pittsburgh and won on a last-minute drive touchdown, beating the Steelers in that match 24-20. to Kitty Pickett came in for Mitchell Trubisky, who got benched, which was, in my opinion, long overdue. And with that being said, I think... Things in Steelers Nation could get a bit better with Kenny Pickett, but I'm sure Mike Tomlin's hoping to keep that record of being over 500, but it could be in jeopardy this season. Yeah, they have a pretty tough coming up schedule. And I think they could be, they've won one game, I think they could be 1-6 in coming like by week 7. And I don't think they're going to win nine games in a row. So that streak is definitely, or that record is definitely in jeopardy majorly. What do you think, Ben? I mean, I would agree. Okay. Going into the next one, we got the Patriots versus the Packers. Yeah, Brian Hoyer started this game for the Patriots. They were at Lambeau. He went, He led a scoring drive in the first first drive of the game. He went out with a concussion. Um, then that forced fourth-round pick, Bailey Zappi, into the game. Played pretty well for a rookie, for a fourth-round rookie. On no notice, he wasn't. Even, he's not even the backup quarterback. He's third string. I wouldn't say torched the Packers defense, but, you know, pretty much um, did what he wanted for the most part. Um, they lost in overtime to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Um, I think the Packers are in trouble. They didn't play very well. I don't know where, where, what. I don't know how you look at that roster. Like, outside of their quarterback, they're, like, good enough to compete, but they're also, like, bad enough to, is it time to blow it up, you know? Um they could be in trouble. They're probably gonna, they're going to be in the playoffs, and they're going to give teams fits all year. But there's definitely something to keep an eye on there. Um, going into the next game, not a whole lot there besides the Packers troubles. We have the Seahawks and the Lions, which is going to be taken by Ben. Oh uh, yeah, no uh, highest scoring game of the weekend. Uh, Ninety three points scored between both teams. Uh, ending score was 48-45, which was uh, 
the shocking part of that being Seattle won it. Um, the Lions just kept answering and couldn't really uh, get anything back. It was mo- it was mostly an offensive show. The defenses were playing terribly, uh, except for Tariq Woolen did have a pick six touchdown for the Seahawks. But uh, other than that, it was kind of like the battle battle of mediocrity between those two teams. So wasn't wasn't the best game, but it was it was another game where it's two very young teams that are both probably going to be in the top ten picking range this year. Uh, where we saw that both teams definitely need to address defense in the off season for sure. And I know that's just it's just week four, but when you give up forty eight points in a in a NFL game, that's pretty that's pretty rough. And we saw DK Metcalf get carted off. What do you know about that? No, it was to go use the bathroom. <laughs> what a clown! What a clown! <laughs> Did you not know that? No, I didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> I just had to make that statement. I mean, it was it's literally the equivalent to Paul oh, Pierce getting uh, wheelchair. Yeah, off. but at least he didn't like make a scene. Like I think he just had the car come get him and take him away. You know, like Paul Pierce faked an injury and we could carry him in a wheelchair. Um, yeah. Uh, the next game we have is the Jaguars as they visited Philadelphia playing the Eagles, where the Eagles were victorious, winning 29-21. to Bit of a shaky start for the Eagles as the Jaguars got off to an early 14 to nothing lead, but the Eagles rallied back, winning 29-21 to as the team. It was some pretty rough conditions after what has gone on with the hurricane. Um, so a bit really windy game, lots of rain, um, could have played a factor into the game, but the Eagles showing once again that they are able to get it done, becoming 4-0. and Not a whole lot more I have to say on it, or else it'll just seem as bias. Anything you guys want to add? Mm, not a whole lot there. I think Jacksonville is a better team than they've been in a while. Um, but I don't really know like how good they can be or how good they are. Um, Trevor Lawrence has thrown multiple touchdowns in like all, all four games this year, so he's been a bright spot so far but yeah that's all i'm mostly just shocked about um the running game by uh the running backs for uh philly i think they had almost every single touchdown it's except for one which was a rushing touchdown by just jalen hurts so So, like it was i mean usually it's jalen hurts getting all the rushing touchdowns and all the rushes but for uh, the running backs to step in, and honestly, that was the main reason why they ended up winning that game. Yeah. Victory there in Philadelphia, and the next game we have is the Bears and the Giants. Yeah, um, the Bears would lose this game 20-12. to um, They played pretty sloppy, but I don't know. If you watch this game, you definitely could say Justin Fields showed some flashes. They, they I mean, some stuff worked, and they got away from it when it was working. Would have liked to see them stick to some stuff, and maybe they could have um, could have dug that one out, came out with a win. They didn't. They do what they do. They haven't won in East Rutherford in a while, but that's all. I mean, the Giants are a lot better than I thought they were. Yeah, yeah. I mean, me and Connor both predicted the Giants were going to win. Yeah, I wasn't, wasn't. I mean, I wasn't too surprised. I mean, like... I was kind of shocked about how low scoring the game was, though. Yeah. I thought there was going to be a lot more points. And I'm not saying that, like, the Bears would have just only scored 12. I'm saying, like, it was. I thought it was going to be, like, the equivalent to a Lions-Seahawks game yeah. where it's just continuous scoring. Well, Ben, you might as well go ahead and take us into the Titans and the Colts. 
Uh, yeah, this game, uh, yet another one where the Colts just fall behind. They end up losing 24-17. Um, they ended up scoring 17 unanswered. No, it was 14 unanswered points. They were down 24-3 to at one point. But, um, again, uh, I think we were talking about this uh, after the third episode. Or during the third episode, uh, Frank Reich is still in the hot seat, and I think this loss definitely does not help him, especially another division, divisional matchup uh, at home where you should have won the game for sure. There was a lot of moments where the Colts could have definitely tied it up or even taken the lead, but they ended up shooting themselves in the foot. Uh, in the game, Shaquille Leonard got injured, and um, Jonathan Taylor ended up getting injured and was not in on the last drive. But I'm not going to blame it on injuries. I'm going to blame it on poor coaching and poor play, even though Matt Ryan was a, a nice surprise. And honestly, the tight end group for the team is the only team, only group that's actually playing well this year. Only group that's been consistent through four, uh, four weeks. And that's been the shocking part because they were like seen as the least productive group out there. Yeah, pretty worried about the Colts. I don't know. I think definitely a change in... Changing uh, coaching could be could be in order. So going into those injuries, what do we think of the Shaquille Leonard injury with the concussion and a broken nose? And then, of course, Jonathan Taylor having ankle problems. How has that affected his play? Yeah, the Colts are in trouble. I mean, um, his play, I just think teams are scheming for him, you know. I, the Colts really have nothing outside of him. Um They've got some weapons, but they have Matt Ryan at quarterback. Jonathan Taylor is that offense, and if you can just stack the box and find a way to stop him, then it's game. Then it's wrapped. The ankle injury really isn't playing too big of a part into why he's not getting numbers, I don't think. I mean, here we are, week four, and he hasn't had really a good week yet. Week one. Week one. But here we are three weeks in a row, and it's been not very good. Shaquille Leonard returned. Concussion, short broken return. nose. Now he's <laughs> very short return. Yeah, short lived return. He's done for. And yeah, so that defense, their leaders out for a while probably. Um, and the offensive leader of that team is just banged up. I don't know. I don't know where the Colts go from here. Who do they play Thursday? Broncos. So both very mm. underperforming teams. Very right underperforming there. team. Yeah. Uh, honestly, uh, Shaquille Leonard is Mr. Glass out there. Man cannot stay healthy to save his life. Um, and uh, Jonathan Taylor, like you were saying, he is the entire offense, but you're starting to see – I mean, Matt Ryan is, I think, fourth in passing yards right now. So, honestly, I was getting mad on Sunday because they kept throwing the ball down the field and kept doing well throwing the ball, and they were – then they would just hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor two times in a row, even though they're scheming. Yeah. For they have everyone that plays the Colts is gonna have at least seven people in the box. Always, and always, yeah. And so you're gonna have to be able to pass the ball, and I don't know why they went away from it and ended up losing yardage or only getting one or two yards. I think Jonathan Taylor only had one run of over 11 yards, and that's not because of his ankle being bad. That's because people are scheming against him. What do you think? What do you think of the ankle injury, though? Do you think it's he was in a boot today? Uh, they're saying that he's questionable for Thursday. Honestly, see, I would say push him back because then we have a long week of rest. Yeah. So I don't know. It de- it depends on how he feels. If he could, if he could still cut 
on like do cuts and stuff like that jukes uh on thursday i say try and push him to play mm-hmm. but if he can't cut then Nakeem hines is a good a yeah, capable yeah, backup. You, you got, they do have a good capable backup i'd let him sit probably thursday and give him some rest um the next injury to talk about is um bears guard cody whitehair um he's probably i don't a lot of people say he's the best player on the offensive line he's the like longest tenured on the offensive line, I really don't think he's that great. He's just been a good leader. He's a captain. Um, he doesn't play the best, but he's probably top three right now in who in the, the offensive line of the Bears. Um, yeah, he injured his knee, and he's gonna be out for a while. And I think for the Bears to do what to do what they need to do this year, just let the team develop, Justin Fields develop, some of the younger guys get to develop. You have to have this line and. It's not great. It really isn't. And now that you lose a, an anchor like Cody Whitehair, it's not going to get much better. All I can pray for is Justin Fields is able to stay afloat and stay run for healthy. his life, stay healthy until they get everything around them worked out, and then run the ball. They just have you just got to run the ball now. You, I'm not even. I mean, if they ran, if they came out and ran the ball 100 plays in a row, I would not even be mad because I don't want my quarterback to get hurt. One one take one thing I would have. Do you think that this year, if all they do is run the ball, Justin Fields will be behind a year since he didn't actually work on anything to improve his game in actual game like settings. No, I don't I don't think so at all. I don't I think he's still in the game. Just because you're running the ball doesn't you're still there, like Yeah, I think he'd be I don't think it sets him back. He's gonna develop other things and reading defenses and all that. I think no, I don't Obviously, I don't mean they're going to run the ball every play. You know, if they run it two thirds of the time, you're still getting a third of passing, and you're learning something there and developing something. I think next year, when we have some weapons, have a good off, a better offensive line, I think he's going to be fine. All right, going into the Broncos injury, a team that is already struggling. Javante Williams has just been announced to have torn his ACL. How big of an impact will this be on the Broncos? Um. You know, they everybody was so high on him, and I didn't think he was that has been that good this year. They have Melvin Gordon, who also isn't that good, and they said that he's going to carry the load. I think they're going to be fine. I don't by any means. I don't think they're going to be better, but like I don't think it's going to. There's gonna, I don't think there's going to be a drop off really. Uh, I beg to differ. Uh, Javante was getting about like seven yards per carry whenever they gave it to him because they just forced the pass. So then teams were just scheming against the pass, so Javante was actually getting yardage. They just didn't run that much. Uh, I don't know. Melvin Gordon hasn't been the same since, you know, he started in the league. I'm scared that's how uh, some of the top running backs are going right now, like Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor, mm-hmm. you know. like Derrick Henry played pretty well Sunday. Yeah, I was kind of shocked about that. You did call that last I week. I knew it was going to yeah. happen. I knew one of them was going to do it. But, um... Yeah, I would say that if I'm a Broncos fan, I'd be scared having Melvin Gordon have the ball just because Melvin Gordon did fumble. Was it once or twice when he came twice, in, twice. twice when he came into the game? So I don't know. I would I would not be in a good mood seeing Javante. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's probably one of your better offensive players, but they've just been playing so bad. Like, how can they really get much worse, you know? They're not, I mean, that's what I mean. I don't think, I'm not discrediting what he does, but I don't think they're going to get much worse without him because they've really been very underperforming. 
Well, going into the next injury that we have is Cordell Patterson has just been announced to have gone on IR, which means he will be unavailable for at least four weeks. Uh, I mean, it's a tough loss for them because he's they're like he is their offense. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's there. Besides Drake London, my uh, rookie of the year, uh, offensive rookie of the year. He's their Swiss Army knife. He does a whole lot there. Now teams are going to be able to um, just scheme for Drake London. Hopefully this gives Kyle Pitts something maybe. I hope to. I hope. But I don't really. I think all hope is done for in, in Atlanta. I'm rooting for the running back that was a backup for uh, the Falcons, a rookie, Al Gear, because I have him on my fantasy team. So really hoping for some success. Um, and then we have another injury. Um, I don't know a lot on this one. Uh, Jake, you had said something about Daniel Jones picking up an injury in that Bears game. Uh, yeah, he left the game with an ankle injury. Tyrod Taylor came in, and then he got concussed for, like, two series. Um, no, just one. Saquon Barkley was running the Wildcat, running quarterback from the Wildcat, and they had to bring Daniel Jones back in, so they split him out at wide receiver, and they just ran the ball. They wouldn't let him touch the ball, and they'd run it away from him because he couldn't move. Um, he's day-to-day right now, um, and they tried out um, former Giants quarterback, and uh, University of Georgia alum Jake Fromm, who started two games for them last year today. So that's kind of telling. Well, I mean, it could be something to look into. With Tyrod Hurt, even, they might sign a backup. But he may or may not play this week. He's day-to-day, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, injury actual good news is Brian Robinson is expected to come back from injury after being shot. Pretty quick and swift recovery there, which is... Um, which is good to see, especially just the circumstances, what happened to him. And I think, uh, I mean, it could be a bit of a boost to the to Washington. I mean, they're not looking too hot right now, but I don't know how much he can really do in that offense at the moment. Yeah, and I don't know if they're going to activate him for this week. I, I just imagine they're not. I'm guessing next week he'll go because they play on Thursday. So maybe not. They, don't they, play play next, they play next Thursday, boys. But next Thursday, so they're gonna keep. I think that I imagine they'll hold him. They have 21 days to put him on the active roster to promote him up. So I imagine they'll sit him out this week and then let him debut against the Bears on Thursday night football. The only problem is, is uh, he's like their third string running back. So I really don't know how much you'll be seeing of him. But it is it is good to hear him come back after, you know, being shot two times in the leg, especially after being uh, penned in at. Running back one before he got shot. Yeah, he's uh what he. And Antonio Gibson's been playing not too hot. And it was a month ago, probably. Yeah, uh, maybe yeah, uh, maybe a month or two ago. Yeah, month, month and a half. Yeah. So I mean, good to hear that. Uh, ha- happy to see him try and get back on the field and win back his spot. Yeah, that's a, that's the biggest thing. Is just like, can you pick up from where you left off? We never, we have never even seen this kid play. But I mean, all the reviews and raves about him were pretty good. Yeah. All right, going into the next segment. As we leave injury news is Jake's college pick'em, who is now one and two and did not take what he was thinking about last year, last week was UCLA game, but you went ahead and went with Arkansas. Yeah, I took um, Arkansas over Alabama. I don't know. Someone convinced me to do that, and I shouldn't have done that. I knew it wasn't going to happen because no one beats Alabama. I got all confident they were gonna. I, Alabama was gonna go into Arkansas and lose. Arkansas. Arkansas, heard that. Arkansas buddy. If you spell out Arkansas, mm-hmm. it's Arkansas. So just to clear that <laughs> one up. Anyways, moving on. 
to my pick'em of this week. Tennessee is debuting gray uniforms that are pretty slick. They play 25 LSU. Tennessee is number eight. So I'm not going to go there. Michigan plays Indiana at Bloomington for Indiana's homecoming. Indiana's not beating them. No way. No way. They just got wiped by Nebraska last week. I'm, I'm calling shocker alert. Oh, my I gosh. Even... Do not. That's horrible. Give me something Here to root go. for Here on we go. Saturday, dude. Michigan State <laughs> welcomes Ohio State into town. Ohio State is number three. Michigan State's got pooped on the last three weeks in a row by who the, whoever they're playing. I don't know, probably some high school team last week that pooped on them. They're not beating Ohio State. South Carolina is going into number 13, Kentucky, and South Carolina is going to win that game. Spencer Rattler is... Oh, never mind. Spencer Rattler not going to win that. Here's my college pick of the week, upset of the week. Notre Dame, unranked Notre Dame, Notre Dame that has won, beaten North Carolina, and whoever the heck they just beat is going to welcome in BYU, the Mormons, number 16, and they're going to win. Notre Dame is going to beat BYU this weekend. I'm the, I would I not mean, be surprised by that. I like Notre Dame, so I mean, I'm not going to go against it. I don't think you're going to have, have any. I have two upsets to cheer for this weekend. Michigan losing to IU, which probably won't happen, but uh, Notre Dame... Notre Dame. Notre Dame's going to get back on track. I don't think this will get them ranked. But, no, know, it should not. They're going to beat number 16 BYU. All right. Moving on. Jake hoping to go 2-2. Two and two, And for the first time in a long time, the NBA is just starting to come back. We're going to talk a little bit about preseason and the Phoenix Suns. I mean, a bit of an embarrassing performance a couple days ago. What do, what do, we, what do we think about I mean, the Phoenix Suns? So, if you... You probably don't know who the Phoenix Suns played. They played the Adelaide uh, 36ers, an Australian team. Uh, going into it, uh, everyone thought, you know, when you play when you play preseason and with the NBA, and you play these random teams, overseas you should, teams, you, you should, should beat them by sixty. Yeah, you should really wipe them. Uh, and they ended up losing like one thirty nine to one thirty or something like that, and. I think uh, two of the Adelaide 36ers players ended up having, um, I think, a combine of 63 points. Like, they were just destroying them. And, uh, you know, I'm actually kind of worried about the Suns. Um, you know, uh, DeAndre Ayton just does not want to be there, and everyone can tell that. He, yeah. he does not want to be there. He wants to be a Pacer. I'm not worried about it. You know, the refs, I mean, their owner is a scumbag. Um I don't well, ex owner now, right? He hasn't sold, haven't it. sold it. Not yet. He's, it's for but sale. Chris Paul is yeah. a bomb. He's a good basketball player, but I really don't like him. Devin Booker is thinks he's like the next Kobe Bryant. He he's cannot lead a team. He's literally not even like half of Zach Levine. So like, I don't know who he, who he thinks he is. Phoenix isn't as good as people think they are. They had a they had a I give him credit. Monty Williams and that team put together a nice run when they went to the finals. But that team is they're gonna be blowing it up before they're back in the finals. Honestly. One thing that kind of worried me, and I know like some people might agree that Monty Williams didn't talk to any of his players, like for significantly long, basically until media day, he didn't talk to yeah. his players, and I don't know. I just feel like there's not that great of a relationship off the court with Monty and his players. Now, I mean, you could also argue that coaches shouldn't have a relationship with the players outside of it, no, outside of basketball, but I really think you should, and. I think that's a problem, and I think the Suns could struggle this year, and I think that preseason game was an indication of that. I mean, it really doesn't even have to be 
a relationship outside of basketball. Like, uh, so me and Connor are Pacer fans here. So Rick Carlisle is the head coach. So, I mean, we saw probably about 30 different posts with Rick Carlisle just traveling to, like, Texas and working out with Miles Turner or uh, coming back here and having separate uh, workouts with um, Andrew Nimhard and ben- uh, Benedict Matherin or Tyrese Halliburton. Like, like, him to just not talk to any of his players is one of the weirdest things that I've ever heard. And I don't think anyone has ever heard a coach do that before because they've been off-season for, what, like three or four months now? It might be only two, but I thought it's we're at three or three months and no contact with any of your players is weird. Yeah, that is weird. I think the Suns are not going to not gonna win. I mean, they, could they might make the playoffs, yeah. but they're not going to do anything in the, the West playoffs. is just the, – the West now is like the East of – LeBron's last year was in Cleveland. I'll tell you, it's just bad. I mean, the East, the East is gonna be really good this yeah, year. I think like it's it's a hard it's it's a really hard division to crack into. Speaking of an Eastern Conference team, the Chicago Bulls uh, are playing tonight. I don't believe that game has started yet. Is it the Pelicans are playing, Jake? Yeah, they play the Pelicans. That game starts at nine thirty. Um, I I think the Bulls are gonna do what they did last year. They're pretty good. Demar's gonna play pretty. I I'm just. Hoping that he can put, keep playing like he did last year. Zach Levine's going to take a step. I really think I th- really think he is. Um, and then you'll see some guys like Patrick Williams, who didn't play a whole lot last year. He's injured. He'll take. He'll get to get better. Nikola um, Vucevic. He might be traded by the deadline. Honest, honestly. Um, but I, I have high hopes for the Bulls. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, Lonzo, that situation just scares me a lot. I do see him, fingers crossed, knock on wood, I do see him um, coming back relatively sooner, sooner rather than later, honestly. Um, a lot of people don't even think he'll play this year. I think he's going to be by, back. I don't think he's going to be even half of his normal self, and he may not even be on the team come next year. I don't know. I'm worried. I mean, if he can, then yeah, bring him back and let him ball out and show why he was the number one, number two pick. And the 2017 draft, and I think he has that ability. It's just you took, you're gone for a year. Hmm. You're, yeah, it's not good. Not, not good on that, that spectrum. But I think the Bulls and Billy Donovan are cooking something up. Rookie Dale and Terry, hmm. he's gonna do some things in this league. I'm telling y'all. And the Pelicans. Oh my gosh, Zion William Williamson is back. That team is going to be in the playoffs. I'm calling it right now. They were last year, and they didn't even have Zion. Zion looks, Zion looks Zion good. Looks he lost good. some weight, put on some muscle, looks good. Yeah, remember. He doesn't need any more muscle, too. Oh, he's yeah. a brute. Oh, he's, he's a he's, brute. He'll be something it's, else. He's going to turn If he heads. stays healthy, he will, stay, he will he, be a problem this year. I called it. Go back to episode one when I rave about Zion Williamson being him. Oh, you guys are everybody's. He's putting the league on notice. You guys forgot about him. You guys forgot about him. Everybody forgot about Zion, and he is putting this league on notice with everything he's going to do this year. All star, all star starter, and he's going to be in the MVP conversation at the end of the year. So, well, we haven't even gotten to hot takes yet. That's not even my. Yeah, take. that's a hot take, but that's not my. That's, <laughs> not even my hot take of the. Well, going into uh, me and Ben's favorite team is Ben sits here in a Pacers long sleeve shirt. What what we thinking? I mean, Pacers. It's rebuild time right now. But I think they're I, gonna shock. They're gonna shock. They're gonna shock. Yes. Tyrese Halliburton. 
Yeah. He's back. Yeah, he's, they're going to be he, good. He's going to be – he's going to lead this team, and I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Uh, probably, like, a very toxic relationship with the Pacers organization and Miles Turner. Yeah. But well, I don't know. He doesn't seem I don't like know if it's a toxic relationship. It's weird. Between, it's weird. just – It's not the best relation. It's not a relationship you would want to be. I in, think though. his most toxic relationship is with the media more than – Yeah, because I, I think – I'm because we don't really know what goes on between the owners and, and the – and Miles, I think the media tries to twist and turn something there. They try to start stuff. Yeah, so and that there's they really nothing. I don't think there's much well, there to start. And the thing is, it's Indiana media yeah. causing the problems. It literally is. Like they're not showing. Indiana media media does not show any support to Miles Turner. And I've I tweeted out, and I I think he I think he's handled the situation well. There's a lot of veterans that don't handle trade rumors yeah. with as much professionalism as Miles Turner has done. His past like six or seven years being in trade rumors twenty four seven. Well, the biggest thing with him is, I mean, it sucks that they do it to players like him. It's just like an introvert thing, I think. I mean, he's not. It's they do the same thing to Kevin Durant, which Kevin Durant is him, but like, you know, like these guys that don't come into these media interviews and just all bubbly and colorful and just don't really want to be there that bad. Why? Why would the media try to like make it good for them? You know, like they just give them, give them. Um, you know, make it hard on them. And See, it's the not whole fair thing is, though, it's, it's their own personality, and they get it used against them. Turner is a bubbly person. I think the yeah, the media true. has just ruined made that. him not. It's outside of the media, like in public, he's not so uh, mean like he is to the media. And the media, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, the media has turned him into something he's really not. Painted a picture, especially if you're not a Pacers fan, because I've been. I mean, a lot of people don't think that highly of Miles, and I think he's a pretty good basketball player. Awesome. No, like all those Lakers fans. Yeah, yeah, they think, yeah. Never been so annoyed with this, uh, an organization of fans as, like, the Lakers, how much they pushed us to trade for Russell Rusberg, even though it looked like it was close to happening. It still could have happened, but I, I hope to God it does not happen because I do not want – I think if Westbrook came here, he wouldn't play. I think No, we, he would be dropped. He'd be dropped, but I think it's – I know you get draft picks, but I feel like there's got to be a better trade out of it. I don't know, boys. Two first-round picks. Well, for 2027 and 2029. Yeah, we, but we're talking about five, yeah, five years down the road. How long, like, if we're thinking a five-year rebuild yeah, you're right. to even, like, consider, like, yeah. anything, like... And at that point, you're bringing in rookies that might not even, like, Play. contribute at that right time. Yeah, it's just not... It doesn't seem feasible to make a trade that far down the road. But that's all we have for NBA preseason previews. But now we are going to go into our hot takes for the NBA as the season is getting ready to come into play. And Jake, why don't you start us off since you already kind of started one of your hot takes but didn't actually mean to. Okay, so yeah, that's that that what I said. I don't really think that's that far of a hot – I don't think that's a really a hot take. The kid hasn't played – but I think the hot, the the hot, hot take, take is that the MVP. Is it really though? It's be, it's because he hasn't played. That, That's the reason yeah. why it's a hot take. Yeah. His numbers he put up when he was healthy were very good. I really so he yeah. has the potential to do it. It's just can he stay healthy? Yeah, I see. Yeah. All right. Here's my hot take though. Hot take. Hot. 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 The Miami Heat. What were they? Were they, were they were the one seed last year. They were the one. Seed, they were the yeah. one seed. I'm saying they're not even a top five seed. That's not really that high of a seed. Eh, I don't think. With how well I'm low, conferences though is. I'm okay. I shouldn't even single out the Heat. I'm low on a lot of the top teams in the East, like the Celtics, 
the 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 Nets, the Heat. I don't think those are going to be. I think Cleveland should be. There's no reason Cleveland shouldn't be top three in the East this year with all that they have. Um, the Bulls. I don't know. Uh, they're probably five or four. But I see, I see Brooklyn and I see the Celtics and I see Miami all being get into slip-ins at the end of the in the end of the playoffs or the end of the uh, rankings. Or whatever seeding. So you see them as playing teams. Yes, I see Brooklyn and I see Miami as playing teams. I could see Brooklyn. I do not see Miami as a playing team. Mm. You, I just, I mean, those guys are getting old. There ain't no way Jerry Butler's gonna keep playing that good. No way. And here, just talk about talk about who you have in front of them. So you okay. probably have Celtics. I have the Celtics. I have Cleveland. Okay, that's two. I have the Seventy Sixers. Three. Um. Um, who did I say? I'm in total agreement with, agreement with you right now. Um, I have the Bulls in front of probably not. I don't want to put them above the Heat, but I think I think they are honestly. Um, come come the end of the year, I think they'll depends be depends on how Vucevic plays. In my opinion, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Milwaukee, duh. Um, Atlanta, I think can be with Dejounte Murray. I think they can be above them. Um, Detroit is gonna have something for them. I really do. I think I don't know if Detroit's above them, but Detroit could slip in through the play-in. I think Detroit could be a be a ten or a nine and get in. I really do. I, I really I, do think I that. don't agree with that, but okay, I like the take. Um, let's see. It's Who a hot else? take for a reason. It's hot. It is. Spicy. I mean, right now you have them listed as the seventh seed, which is technically a play-in team. Play-in team. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thought. I'm low on Miami. I'm low. You were low on Miami last year, too. I was low on Miami last year, and look what happened in the playoffs. And they got to the Eastern Conference, Eastern Conference Finals. Mm, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Well, my, my hot take, um, I mean, it's not really that hot when you think about it right now. I mean, my hot take before Jake even said anything about it was that Lonzo, Lonzo Ball will not play in a Chicago Bulls uniform ever again. That's my hot take. Wow, that's... It's not really. That's not really that hot. I mean, it's not a lot of. I'm. It's probably a hotter take to say that he's gonna play this year. On like honestly, like wouldn't you say? I mean, wouldn't you say that? Well, that did? would be the same take, assuming. What I mean. I almost want like. Yeah, it's tough. I don't really know what's gonna happen in the Lonzo situation. I don't think he. I don't think he will ever get back to where he was. And I don't even think his standard was that high when it was at that time. Yeah, he was pretty good when he when he got hurt. He was pretty good. He was he was pretty good. I'm not a, I'm not a big Lonzo yeah, guy. If you haven't heard, go listen to episode four. You can hear why Connor's not a big Lonzo guy. But yeah, we didn't talk about that. Episode. Yeah, we did. Yes, we did. We talked about it. People thinking he's a bust. We talked about it. Um, yeah, maybe we did. Yeah, Lonzo Ball's not a bust. Just a different situation. Different scenarios going on here. Well, that is that is my hot take. And second, I guess second hot take I can make. Um, it's not it's not really hot, but I see it in every single projection. The Pacers as being dead last in the East. Uh, that is not going to happen. That will not happen. Um, so your hot take is that they're not going to be dead last? Yeah. <laughs> that's hard, that's hardly not a, that's hardly a hot take. Because I think they're, I mean, we know they're like, better than the I would say a hot take would be them making, like, the play-in. Because they're obviously the better than Orlando. Like, 
There's two. Yeah, but, uh, but I'm just saying a lot of people are saying that they are. The are they really? I yeah, I guess I haven't like, seen the rankings. I'm pretty, much, I'm pretty sure ESPN projections have them at 15. That's horrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. And in those terms, in those terms, and yes. I mean, ESPN rankings, we know they're bad, especially by power rankings right now for football. You don't put a team that is undefeated below uh, teams that lost to, no offense, Ben, a one and uh, three Colts team. One and two and one. One and two and one. <laughs> Just because they blew out uh, one team doesn't mean they deserve to go all the way to the top. And they've blown out all three teams. All three teams. I, I don't. Connor, I get why you're upset because the Eagles have played so well. Who is the other team though? You were third. Who's the? They team? put the Buffalo, Bills. The Bills. I mean, I've always. Been I can. High on the I can put the Bills above the Eagles. The only thing is, I, need to I see will the say, Eagles here's what I'll say. They played the Vikings, who are three and one, and people are arguing that the uh, that the Vikings are going to be uh, a really good team. And I'm not. I don't think I'm not. They'll win the NFC North. Yeah, they will. But I'm not. High but on the that's Vikings. about it. Here's here's my here's this isn't that shouldn't make you mad. What I'm about to say. I've been thinking about this today. Um, I think the Eagles have played the best football all year. I really do. I don't think they're the best football team in the league. I, and that sounds so weird to say, but my I, thing I is, think, I think the best the, the team playing the best football should be number one. But when you're playing, when you're the best football team, and you're playing better football teams than who the Eagles have played, I think that almost does. My thing is, does two players trump an entire team that is overall better? You think there's only two? You think I think there is only Philadelphia is that much better than Kansas City? I think the Eagles' offense is overall better, and I think that I think the defense is overall better. The only reason you contend that the Chiefs are better is because of Mahomes and Kelsey. And I I understand I that the O line of the Philadelphia Eagles is better, and as a whole, the wide receivers are better. Then defense is better as well. There's just no evidence to show other than Mahomes and Kelsey. I think Mahomes and Kelsey pull that train behind them so close that I think that I think Kansas I think Kansas City is better than Philadelphia. I if they play, who wins that game? You really I think, think Philly will win. You really be, think Philadelphia will depend on if it's who's in at home. if it's in Philly. Yeah, it literally depends on who's home. I, I think if it's in Philly, Philly wins. But if it's in Arizona, I will say I would think Philadelphia is better than Buffalo. I will I will say that I really do because I don't think I think people are so high on Buffalo and I'm not. They're good. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're probably going to be in the AFC Championship, but they are not as good as people think they are. And Josh Allen isn't as good as everybody says he is. He's good, but he's not Patrick Mahomes good. He's oh, that one gets me fired up about the Bills here. But off topic. No, we're good. NFL. <laughs> no, we're good. We had to, we had to address the rankings at some point, and I'm glad we're doing it now. Here is what I want to say about the four and O being the, a team that's unbeaten being the number one team. The Giants almost beat the Cowboys. They almost did. If the Giants beat win that game, and they're four and O right now, are they the best team? One of the best teams in football? No. They're not. They've played. They have. They have no. They're but they didn't. Not. But if they are, <laughs> if they, I, I know they didn't. But if they are, would you say that though? Would you still say a four and team is should be top of the top power rankings? No, but he's saying that there's like they've played teams, like mm-hmm. the Giants haven't played anybody. Have the Eagles really played anybody? The Vikings. I mean, you one, one Vikings are a playoff team. Yes, I agree. Jaguars are playing like a playoff. Team I think right the now. Jaguars could make the playoffs. And yeah, you can't because even the deny AFC that. South is so dog water. 
Okay, but the way that they've played against... Yeah, they played good, but... I don't know. I don't... I don't... Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I think... Here's my top three. I'm going to go the Chiefs, I'm going to go the Eagles, and then I'm going to go someone other team below there. I don't have the Chiefs that high. Miami Tua. Tua with Miami at three. Okay. Miami with Tua at three. Well, we will get back into more uh, football later. Sorry about us getting off topic there, but going back to uh, just wrapping up the NBA, what is your hot take for the NBA, Ben? Uh, Lakers aren't making the playoffs this year yet again. Or did they make it last year? They didn't make it last year. Yeah, they're not making it this year. They're not going to have Anthony Davis for the year. Uh, Russell Westbrook and Patrick Mahomes are probably going to uh, get in more fights than they will score points Patrick this Mahomes? year. Sorry, did I say Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is Sorry, playing basketball Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook will get in more fights than they will score points this year. I'm calling that one. Uh, you know, Russell Westbrook is already in uh, mid-season form. There's been multiple, multiple videos of practices coming out where he is continuously airballing shots. Uh, so... I don't think the Lakers will do anything. Uh, you know, I mean, that might shock a lot of people, especially the people that are on the LeBron, you know. Oh, my God, it's LeBron. He's going to win everything. No. <coughs> I think the Lakers are going to get in. I think they'll be all right this year. I really do. I'm not and I'm not by any means a, like a Lakers guy, but, like, I do. I just There's too many pieces, too many good players on the team I think, for them to suck. I think it's toss-up. I think no matter what, they're playing in the play-in games. There'll See, be a 7, 8, 9, or 10 is that range of where they were finished in the West. I give them, I think they're, I think they're 6 or 5. Do we count, do we count playing as playoffs? Yeah, yeah. I mean. I don't, no. You don't count 9 or 10. You count 7 and 8. No, you don't. Because then the, no, then the Colts, would, not out. the Colts, but then the Pacers would have had a first round pick last uh, draft if you counted that, the case. Well, you, you count, I think you should count that. You're in the. You made the I mean, eight. But technically not. Technically not, but yes, I still think you you finished in the top eight teams, and as the NBA has always been, the top eight get in. Which not in all, not that we have the play in, but I think if you're in the top eight, you're a playoff team. Do you guys like the play in? No. no, I don't like it. I don't either. like it either. I do like it for a team. Like if the Pacers are bad, then yes, I like it. Yeah. I think like a play in this year could be critical for them. A play in last year, not last year, the year before. When they lost to Charlotte? Is that who they lost to? No, they lost to... They beat Charlotte, didn't they? They beat Charlotte, yeah. And then they lost. Were they a higher We season? lost to the Wizards. Wizards, yeah. So it was Westbrook and uh, Beal. Beal, yeah. I think for the West, um, the top five right now, Memphis, Minnesota. Um, oh, back to the East. We never. I didn't put Toronto in there anywhere. Minnesota, uh, Memphis... Um, Golden State, yeah. Dallas, that's four. And then I put the Lakers there at five. Yeah. I I could I could ride that, too. I could ride that all, all year. All right. Once again, going back into football, we okay, have – Back in football. We are back in football. Let's go. We are going to do fantasy risers and rollers. We're switching it up for the final segment here today. Which we will be having as uh, our pickums. Um, my riser, I like to pick risers, and so far I have been wrong on every single time I've chosen my risers. But I'm going with a standout, one that nobody's uh, you might expect, but I am going 
if you like in my scenario, I have Derek Carr. I am starting Geno Smith over Derek Carr this week. Who does who Seattle play? Seattle plays the Saints. It's a good defense, That's but a, I see what it, hmm, I don't like. I really don't like. Who does Who does Oakland play? Chiefs. Okay. That's why. If that's who, yeah, yeah. If that's your situation. You have to do that. I mean, you don't have to, but that's not that bad. If you're my, if you're in a quarterback <laughs> slump, and that's maybe look to Geno Smith off waivers. Yeah, you might. My riser of the week is um, David Njoku. He's getting a lot of targets. Poor boys. There's, <laughs> he's getting a lot of targets. Holding like fifty percent, forty percent of the targets. The targets right now, and he's getting like 15, 10 to fifteen points a game. Um, and tight ends have been tough this year. There hasn't been a, a whole lot of tight end action so far. I mean, Travis Kelsey, but even Dawson Knox is on a lot of waivers right now. There's just not a whole lot of good tight ends, and they're hard to get. David Njoku is one that I would look to to pick up on wire, waiver wire or free agency if he's available, or even trade for him. What you got, Ben? Uh, I would definitely say uh, a riser for sure, depending. I'm going to pick two here. Uh Riser, depending on if Jonathan Taylor plays, uh, if he doesn't uh, go Naheem Hines, I think uh, with uh, how things will go, if Naheem Hines starts, then I would not be surprised if uh, Broncos step back and think, you know, Colts are going to throw the entire time. Naheem Hines could have a field day. But um, if he does, then I'm going to take that off. And then uh, who could be a... You know what? I'm going to go with another riser. Uh, is it Algier? Algier. I, I don't know exactly. Algier. I think it's something around there for Atlanta. He's the, He was the backup. Should be getting some more touches. Uh, now that Cordell's out, uh, I see that he's going to get more involved. Uh, you know, I see him scoring a touchdown this weekend. All right. Um, I'm actually going to throw in a roller. I'm going to say T. Higgins. He got 25 points last week. I really don't think he keeps up that production against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, <clears throat> Baltimore's got one of the worst pass defenses in the league, and I really, I really do see him doing not not as good, but I do see him being one. Of the, I think he outperformed Jamar Chase this week. Well, he outperformed him last week, so I'm I'm just going on the end that Jamar Chase will outplay him this yeah. upcoming week, but. A lot, lot of, a lot of questions there. Never really know, and if we did know, we'd win our fantasy leagues every year. Going into the final segment, my personal favorite segment, which is our pickums for the NFL games. After week four, we now stand with Ben on four points. I am on three points, and Jake is on two points. After I won week four of the NFL. And Ben came in second, and Jake came in last. So all three of us have now won a week, and Ben currently leads by one point. Ben's really hoping he can get that little piece of merchandise. And What are some first-place words from you, Ben? What do you got to say about your... You know, I'm pleasantly surprised about how well I've been picking. Uh, so I do the uh, the ESPN pick em, and right now I'm at sitting at 85% on the, se- on the season so far, and uh, I think that's been a nice surprise but um i don't know where uh where it's gonna go from here uh i'm hoping that i can stay number one for the rest of the season but i know for sure that i'm gonna have one bad week and one of you are gonna overtake me probably well that's the hope i'm really hoping that's the case i just don't want to have to wear a cowboy shirt i think i think we can i think the two of us can agree him wearing a 
Green Bay. Jaguar and Green Bay would be the best thing. Uh, oh, I, I would find <coughs> you. Yeah, that'd be bad. All right. Well, we are going to get into our pickums for this week, starting with the Thursday night matchup between the Denver Broncos and the Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. Ben, you are going to start this one, and there's no, no exception. You have to start. So, I want. To... See, there's two things going through my head because I'm very superstitious. Uh, so. Every single week that I've picked the Colts, they have lost. One week I did not pick the Colts, uh, they won. But I'm going to take the Colts this week. Uh, I think uh, Russell Wilson's been playing too bad. Uh, I think... uh, Is it at Denver? Yeah, it's at at Mile High. Um, I would not be surprised if the Colts come out differently just because I did see reports uh, today saying Jim Irsay is fed up with both Actually, all three of Chris Ballard, Frank Reich, and uh, Matt Ryan. He said all three of them could be out of a job by the end of the season if they don't pick it up. So I would not be surprised if they start picking up. And, you know, Frank really needs to start starting the games off ten times better than what they are playing. But, you know, I think it's going to be a pleasant surprise this week for the Colts. I'm, I'm really, hoping. I am really hoping. And with that, I, I'm taking Denver. Like, I mean, I hope the Colts win, but I think there's more problems with the Colts than there are the Broncos. And uh, with it being in Colorado, the altitude there, it's a lot harder to play there. And there's a big home field advantage more in Denver than there yeah. is in a lot of other places. Sorry, Ben. Sorry, Ben. I mean, I'm not surprised. It's okay. Gotta do what you're we're, we're one, two, and one. Yeah, it's it's yeah. We gotta we gotta take this seriously. I understand. It's the best. Yeah, you and you have to take the Colts. Like, you, have, you, have you have to support your team. I have to take them against the Chiefs. <laughs> Bum. Anyways, we are gonna go into the next one. We have the New York Giants at the Green Bay Packers. You know, I took the Packers last week, and I was I was like, oh, I was I didn't even care that I took them. I wanted them. Oh. I, I'm taking New York this week. I really, I'm taking the Giants. I, mm, I'm taking, dude. Saquon Barkley is good. He is good. Okay, so last week, you, last week and today, you were dogging on the Giants and no, giving a I ton of praise last week to the Packers, dog. and now you've completely switched no, it up. You after dogged one them. Week. Don't even say that you did not. Do- <laughs> yeah, I did dog the Giants last week. I, I'll say I did. You know, I'll admit to that. They're playing, they're playing a different team this week. They're playing a different team this week, exactly. <laughs> but here's the thing. The East is not as far won by by the Eagles as people think it is. Yeah, the New York Giants are gonna win that division. They might not win. They the Eagles will win. But these these rival games, these division games that the Eagles play, they're not going six and zero in, in division games this year. I what if they're not here's, even, here's the thing. What if out of how bad everybody thought the NFC East was gonna be, what if you have three teams from the NFC East make the playoffs? I don't see that. that ain't happening. It won't happen, but I think it'd be hilarious. It would be quite funny, but I don't see that happening. But yeah, the Gi- I'm taking the Giants. Uh-huh, I'm gonna, uh-huh. I'm, I'm gonna take Green Bay. I mean, I'll just take the. Uh, I was, I thought about the Giants, I really did, but I wanted to be the only one taking the Giants, so I'm gonna. Oh, take I was the gonna, I was gonna do it as a joke because you know how bad. He, no, Green Bay's winning this game. Uh, Where's it at? It's Green in Bay? London. It's in London. Oh, it's London. I didn't think about that, but I'm still going to Green Bay. It's on Monday. Yeah, nine thirty. No, um, is Daniel Jones good for this week? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I hope so. You know, you could say that Saquon's really good and all that stuff, but, um, 
Green and Bay. Packers defense just got torched by okay, a fourth round pick. But Green Bay has Kenny Clark in the middle, and I trust Kenny Clark to do something. Okay. Well, I'm taking the Giants. All right. Next game we have is the Los Angeles Chargers at the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to take the Chargers here. I could, I honestly could see an upset here, but I, I think the I think the Chargers get themselves over five hundred. Uh, I think Chargers win, but you know I'm I, I can't wait to see another great week by uh, Nick Chubb. Man is carrying my fantasy team right now. <laughs> um, Him and Justin Jefferson. Him and Justin Jefferson. It's true. Speaking of Justin Jefferson, he has a matchup against the Chicago Bears in Minnesota. Jake? I'd love to get this one started. The Bears are going to win the game. I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. You know, I won't say as much crap as I did last week, but Minnesota's winning. Take take the, uh, I mean, take uh, take seven, seven points by uh, Minnesota for sure. Take Minnesota in that one. We we'll have the we'll next game, which is the Detroit Lions visiting the New England Patriots. I'm going to go, I think this one's a toss-up, but I'm going to go Lions. Yeah, I'm going to go Lions. They're just the Lions being able to score as much as they are, I'm going to go with the Lions. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Lions here. I'm going Lions purely because we don't know if uh, Mac Jones will be playing, and DeAndre Swift is listed as questionable for this week. So and I believe Amon St. Brown is questionable as well. Yeah, so if both of them come back, they're for sure winning. And I, I'm going to be with that, stick with that, but if... Dan Campbell? Dan Campbell's my guy. Dan <laughs> Campbell is going to win him this game. All right, next game we have is the Seattle Seahawks at the New Orleans Saints. I'm riding with Geno Smith. I'm yeah. going with the Seattle Seahawks. Really, really, really. See, it depends. Is the redhead taking, taking control this week, or is Jameis in? Jameis should be in. Jameis will play, I think. Jameis is listed as questionable. I think he'll play, though. Think so? Yeah. You know, you guys are riding on Seattle. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take the Saints. Loser. You can call me a loser. Nah, no, I'm switching. I'm taking. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Saints here. Let's go! I want to be the only one. <laughs> I'm kind of mad that he switched. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, no, Seattle is not. No. The next matchup we have is the Miami Dolphins visiting the New York Jets. Miami, Miami's gonna win. Come on, you guys should all. Zach Wilson, baby, New York Jets winning in New York. Well, two is officially out. Yeah, you know, well, who cares? You got you got Waddle and you have Hill. What do the Jets have that stack up against that? Okay, but I'm just saying, the Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, I know. Can you trust so make Teddy? your pick. Just make your pick. I, I'm stuck here. Stop and on. Byron Jones is out. Make your pick, dude. I'm going Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. All right. You're going to regret that one. Miami's going to get back on track. The next game. Teddy Bridgewater. Yes. <laughs> yes, they're going to win. The next game we have is the Atlanta Falcons and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to go with the Bucks. I think Tom Brady is going to play mad. And Why is he mad? Did you not just see the news today, dude? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a... That's I feel like a, let's just not touch on it then. I know. I think that's something to... I think we stay out of that situation. I mean... Hope. 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 <laughs> yeah. We yeah. hope that uh, that situation gets figured out soon. Hope 
Uh, ABN Hope, Giselle. Hope now. Tom Brady and his. <laughs> well, Ben didn't really catch the hint that we were not trying to talk about it. Oh, well. We hope we hope the best for uh, Tom Brady and his family. Uh, and, a dog. And probably... a dog. Rope, we talk. Rope. We talk about Jack Jeez. Wilson being a dog. Yeah, AB come is on. AB is a real dog. Real dog. If that's All right, Ben. Who are you taking? I'm taking the Bucks. Uh, I think. Uh, I don't think Tom Brady's gonna have a bounce back game per se, but I do think that the Bucks are just better than the Falcons, and I think they'll win. Whoa. Yep. Sorry, I just dropped my phone. Uh, next game we have is the Tennessee Titans playing the Commies. Taking the Titans here. Taking the Titans. Let's see. Let's see. Gotta, gotta see who's out, who's playing, who's not. I'm taking Tennessee. Dang, two tennis. Brian Robinson is officially out for this week. Yeah. By the way. Yeah, I knew it wasn't going to play. Um, Don't you dare take it. I know you're an AFC South guy and you can't really take the Titans, but. That's the that's the problem. Yeah. Is do we? No, I'm going Washington defensive line. I feel like they'll, they'll stop them. You can't deny that Washington does not have one of the best defensive lines in the league. You can't. You can't, but they have one win. Okay. I mean, they did the Washington's, uh, you said offensive line? Defensive line. Defensive line. Okay, I was just, yeah, I was just checking. The can't pass the ball? Mm, that one is tough. Yeah, you want to change? Yeah, I think I'm going to go Washington here. I really do. Oh, and now you're, you were giving me crap two <laughs> seconds ago? <laughs> Sorry. This is this is second time he yes. just switched his pick to yours. I'm okay with this. Here's why. Here's why I'm taking Washington. Traylon Burks just got hurt. He's doubtful. He's yeah. He's doubtful. not gonna play. Tennessee has no pass game. They, all they have, have is Robert Woods. And yeah, and all they have is Derrick Henry. Yeah. Washington's gonna win that game. Turn around. Come to Chicago Thursday. They're gonna lose that one. They're gonna <laughs> lose that one. I you, am going to say this. Jahan Dotson is uh, questionable for this week, and I think they're saying that he might sit out one or two weeks. So that might be bad for him because he's been a good target. Probably shouldn't even make the trip to Chicago, honestly. Not worth his time. He said that he's probably out for two weeks. so <sighs> Better off for him anyways. All right, next game we have is the Houston Texans visiting the Jacksonville Jaguars. A bit of a divisional matchup there. I'm going to go with the Jaguars. I think they're a tough, uh, pretty tough Where's team. Where's it at? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I think yeah. I'm going Jacksonville. I'm going to Jacksonville. All right. Has Jaguars just haven't won yet? You skipped. They're you two skipped and two. The game, Connor. You skipped the game. No, I didn't. Bill Steelers. You skipped it. Did I skip it? Yeah. I did skip it. Game. Bills and Steelers. Bills. Bills. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you know, let's go back to that. Cause that's the last. Appreciate it. It's one of the last. It's the last one o'clock game. That we're and the start, the start of the Kenny Pickett era, they're gonna be calling for Mitch to be back in the lineup after this game. It's gonna be bad. Kenny Pickett threw three interceptions against the Jets. He's gonna throw like five. Five. It's gonna, they're, the they're gonna have to run the ball. Not hey, start Najee Harris if you, if you got him. <laughs> Riser Najee Harris. Yeah. <laughs> Riser Riser Steelers run game. Maybe go sign Betty Snell. He might get some playing time. The next game we have on the list is the San Francisco 49ers visiting the Carolina Panthers. 49ers. They just I think wipe the Rams. I'm going to go 49ers. I think they'll continue on the train. I got 49ers. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I think this one I think this one will turn some heads more just after what happened last night to the Rams as the Dallas Cowboys. Wait, wait. Before you say this, could this game win if Seattle – if if it's a bad game and San Francisco like demolishes Carolina, 
Can you see them firing Matt Rule after the game? Wouldn't be Is surprised. it too early? I don't think Either that or uh, Baker Mayfield is set the rest of the season. Well, Sam Darnold's not healthy yet. He's he should be back. I think I, I think know. they said if he's week, back in week maybe, six. But I don't think they'll bench Baker over for him. If it was Matt Corral, yeah, but I don't think they'll bench him for Baker. All right, so, yeah, go back. Yep. Uh, Dallas Cowboys versus the L.A. Rams. Wow. I'm going L.A. It's in L.A. I think they'll outplay them, and I also think that they're. It depends. I think if Cooper Rush plays, I think it's going to be a lot better of a game for Dallas. It's Dak Prescott, I've heard reports, will not play. Like most likely, like no, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm saying that no matter who plays for them, it'll like the Rams will win. It's just that I think if Cooper Rush plays, it's going to be a lot closer than if Dak Prescott. I'm going to play. I'm going to take the Rams here. I am going to take the Cowboys. Wow, cheering for the NFC East. Wow. I won. I won. I will not. He doesn't like doing that. He just. Doesn't I really don't. He I really don't. But that's back to back weeks that he has picked the Cowboys. Yeah. And it's paid off at the moment, so I'm gonna go with it. Um, speaking of uh, an NFC East team, we have the Philadelphia Eagles visiting the Arizona Cardinals. Oh boy! That was, oh my gosh! Oh my, I'm not going. Connor, you got to go first here. Well, you already know what I'm yeah. taking. I'm taking Eagles. That one is. Just think about all what the times. What week is it? It's week five. Just think about all the times you've gone against the Eagles. How much that's hurt you. I've only gone against them twice. Hurt me twice. <laughs> <laughs> and they've played four times. Played four times. But yeah. You got to go, Ben. I don't. Know. I got to think about this one. Dude, I'm with you. It's tough. It is a tough one. You know what? What did Arizona do this week? They beat who? Carolina. They, they beat them by two touchdowns, but it was. They won that game. It was, the game it, was it was a sloppy game. Where's the game at? Even though Carolina. Arizona. I thought it was oh, in Carolina. Boy. Well, no, no it's, this week's game. The next game. Philadelphia. Oh, this game. It's, uh, it's in Arizona. Come on, Ben. Come on, Ben. Come I on. hate to do this to you, Connor. I'm okay with I'm it. I'm going Cardinals just because everything with J.J. Watt that has been coming out, I think they're going to play behind J.J. Watt, even though he's not the player that he used to be. I think they're going to have a bounce-back game. And I honestly think, based off how they played – Last week against the Jaguars, I think the Eagles might have a sloppy game for the first time this season, and that's going to bite them in the butt. And the Arizona Cardinals are going to come out this game winners by two points. Two points. Two. Wow. Two points. I'm on, I'm on your train, dude. Cardinals going to win the game. All right. Some interesting picks. We, we take the <laughs> I don't care. Gotta, All right. You gotta ride it until well, I lose. I'm gonna pick against them every week. <laughs> At least I know I will not be having to wear a Cowboys shirt. It could come to bite back to bite me, but I'm gonna I say that right know. now. Well, we're gonna we're gonna sound by that one. <laughs> clip it, clip, clip it. it, clip it. Yep. Uh, next game we have is the Cincinnati Bengals visiting the Baltimore Raven Ravens. Baltimore. I am taking Baltimore. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good game. Wait, wait, wait. I gotta see. It's Lamar. Like, what is there to see here? Dude, Lamar Lamar plays good, but I'm just saying that uh, there's always this thing. AFC North matchups are the most, like, toss-up games yeah, out really there. Are. And anyone could win it, Someone's and that's why win. I'm going Bengals. What? Joey B! <laughs> <laughs> Bring them back. Two weeks in a row, Joey B's taking the Bengals to... Beaten a better what team. What size you are? What size are you are? 
Dude, I, I'm in first place right now. Yeah, you, I could have a bad we're gonna week. Take, we're going to get Ben off his... I could have a bad week. You're going to have a bad week, and I'm going to... Well... Most oh, of my picks are with I, you, yeah. so I don't know Yep, okay. All right, the Monday night matchup we have is the Las Vegas Raiders playing the Kansas City Chiefs. What a bad game. Chiefs. I'm going to go Chiefs. Wow. I feel like he just wants to pick against me just because he wants to. I just want to pick against. (laughs) Wow, boys. No, but if he chose the Raiders, he'd switch to the Raiders. True. No, that's not true. Because I really... Because the thing is, is what if, like, I'm one game behind Ben... Come Monday night, then if we both win, then it screws me. Oh, but I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna take the Chiefs here because Ben took the Chiefs. <laughs> all right, that is all the picks we have for this week. Um, yeah, we're getting into the thick of it here, week five of the NFL. Got some got some good games it looks like this week, and some not so good games that nobody will probably want to turn on. Anyways, we thank you for joining us on episode five of the Firm the Rafters podcast. Is there anything you guys want to add before we close off this episode? I got nothing. It's been fun. To all the listeners, have a good week. See you next weekend. Next week, not next weekend. See you next week. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of From the Rafters podcast. If you're not already, follow us on Twitter at From the Rafters for all updates and alerts you're not going to want to miss.